You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You're listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Tuesday, December the 24th, 2019. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. The Supreme Court has ruled that Yemenite immigrant families who arrived in the country in the early years of the state can sue the state of Israel and the Jewish Agency for damages in what has become known as the Missing Yemenite Children Affair. The decision overturned a district court ruling. The lawsuit, seeking 2 million shekels damages, was lodged by 27 families for their suffering over the disappearance of their children from children's homes where they were housed in immigrant camps upon their arrival in Israel in 1949 and 1950. A state commission of inquiry, known as the Kedmi Commission, concluded 19 years ago that the fate of the children of these families remained unclear. The families claimed that the children were taken away from their parents by Israeli authorities, who never told them of their fate, and argued that the incidents were not an assortment of unconnected cases, but rather reflected a policy at the time. The district court had accepted the argument of the state that each of the cases named in the lawsuit has different circumstances and should be clarified individually rather than together. Bundling the cases into one lawsuit could delay a conclusion, the state had said. In its ruling today, the high court found that there seems to be a common aspect that unites the personal stories of all the families. The Ministry of Environmental Protection last night ordered the Noble Energy Firm to postpone a planned test of its gas rig off Israel's northern coast, saying that the company had failed to meet the necessary criteria for the procedure. The Leviathan extraction platform had been set to perform an initial test of its systems early this morning. The test would flush out nitrogen currently filling the rig's pipes. Though the company has maintained that the chemicals involved were safe, environmental groups have argued that they could have carcinogenic effects and many residents along the coast have expressed concerns over the release of potential pollutants. Noble Energy said in response that it adheres to all of the permissions it received and that the Environmental Protection Ministry sought a further assessment in addition to the existing ones. The company is required to give the public two days' notice for the next planned test. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's plans to annex the Jordan Valley have reportedly entered a deep freeze following the International Criminal Court's decision to move forward with a potential war crimes probe of Israel. The Idiota Hornot Daily reported today that a first interministerial meeting to discuss extending Israeli sovereignty over the territory was canceled last week, hours before it was scheduled to start, after it became clear that an International Criminal Court announcement of a probe was forthcoming. Prime Minister Netanyahu yesterday accused the ICC of pure anti-Semitism for its probe decision. The claims of the ICC prosecutor that Jews have no right to live in the homeland of the Jewish people is pure anti-Semitism, he said in a statement. Netanyahu spoke last night with the U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo and thanked him for standing alongside Israel in the face of the decision by the ICC prosecutor. The IDF this morning expanded the Gaza Maritime Fishing Zone to about 30 kilometers. The coordinator of government activities in the territories said that the step is conditional upon the Gaza fishermen honoring the understandings. The fishing zone was restricted earlier in response to last week's rocket fire from Gaza on the western Negev. 
Turning to politics, the Likud party will not, in the end, hold a primary for its Knesset roster in the upcoming national election. An expanded panel on the internal Likud court overturned an earlier decision by the same court that a general primary must be held in line with the party constitution. It was ruling on a petition challenging the Likud Central Committee's decision to keep the slate as is. The Likud is scheduled to hold a leadership primary this coming Thursday, with Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu facing a challenge from Knesset member Gidon Saar. The name of a third victim in Sunday's fatal bus crash near Ben-Gurion Airport has been released. 71-year-old Berta Schwartz of Philadelphia, who was visiting Israel. The accident also claimed the lives of 79-year-old Yosef Kalani of Haifa, 35-year-old Haley Varenberg of Jerusalem, and a fourth woman whose name has not yet been released. Israel Railways is expanding its service during the Hanukkah vacation. The Tel Aviv-Beersheva line is being extended to Haifa's Hashmona station. Some of the trains that regularly travel between Tel Aviv and Beersheva will begin the trip in Naharia. Details of the expanded service can be found on the Israel Railways website. The weather outlook, colder, especially in the hills, becoming windy and hazy, mostly in the south. Local rain tonight in the north, gathering strength. Tomorrow calls for intermittent rain accompanied by thunderstorms in the north, spreading to the center. Hazy with local sandstorms in the south. A slight chance of flooding in the Judean Desert and Dead Sea region. Maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 16, Tel Aviv 21, Haifa 19, Beersheba 21, and in a lot going up to 25 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can find us at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, Spotify, and the Khan English Facebook page.